going on, everybody? Welcome to Financial Aid Believes, a college football and college basketball betting podcast. I'm Ben Wittenstein. Appreciate all the subscriptions and the ratings and the reviews from everybody. Podcast has been going well. We're giving out college football picks and bets and leans on Tuesday. And as college basketball starts, the uh, AP College Basketball Poll just came out. So college basketball is right around the corner. We're going to be getting to some college basketball bets. So that should be a lot of fun as well. Lots of bets in the future. Lots of winning as we look back on the week that was for just a second. And honestly, not great. Not a great weekend for college football bets from Financial Aid. We won one bet. (laughs) We won Michigan minus seven against Penn State. Everything else lost. All we won one for four. Worst week of the podcast here on week seven. Lost Alabama minus seven. They just lost outright to Tennessee. Michigan Penn State under 52 and a half did not hit. Charlotte team total we missed by half a point. And Wisconsin minus seven and a half did not hit. They lost that game as well. So truly uh, a bad week. A bad week overall for betting for the Financial Aid Podcast, but that's all right. We're going to turn it around. We're going to turn it around today. We're going to look at some bets. We are going to get back on track because that's why we do it every single week. One bad week doesn't erase the whole season of things. We're 14 and 15 on the season. We're going to get back over 500 this Saturday. I'm feeling good about some of these plays, and I think this is where the leans come into play where, you know, I haven't made the bet yet, but it's it's a number and a team that I'm looking to bet before Saturday comes. Hopefully get it at a pretty decent number. And if you like the bet outright as I talk about it, take it. Take it on a Tuesday. Take it on a Wednesday. Take it before that line moves. And uh, you'll most likely in the long run be making money by uh, beating the market movement once those – numbers move around on Saturday morning when more people are betting these games. But again, we're coming back. This is comeback Saturday. It's a comeback week for the financial aid podcast. I'm excited. I'm feeling pretty good about some of these leans. There was some pretty big line movement as well going on uh, before some of these, uh, before we get into some of these leans, some of the bigger movers happening on a Sunday, Sunday afternoon, Monday morning. We had a couple big games that had some movement. Texas, Going from minus one and a half to minus six through the key number three, almost to the key number of seven against Oklahoma State. Really interesting. I mean, Texas almost losing to Iowa State, going the road now to face an Oklahoma State team who's coming off an overtime loss to TCU. And Oklahoma State looks so good. They, they looked so good in that first half, and the second half rolled around, and TCU just made a huge comeback. Now, Spencer Sanders, the big reason why this line movement is happening, Spencer Sanders, the Oklahoma State quarterback, a bit of an injured shoulder. So the line movement is not trusting of him to stay completely healthy is what it seems like, and Texas is getting a lot of the money because of that, and that's why that line has moved from minus 1.5 to minus 6. Another game had some movement. This is on a total. Mississippi State and Bama, that total, getting a lot of money on the over. 55.5 up to 61.5. We know Mississippi State can score. We know Bama can score. And after the defensive performance Alabama put up against Tennessee on Sunday night, Saturday night, excuse me, I I understand this line movement. I don't think people really believe in the Alabama defense. Uh, And people really don't believe in the Mississippi State defense as well, but I think it's more of a believement in the Mississippi State offense versus an Alabama offense. This is going to be back and forth, back and forth. I I would be surprised if these defenses get uh, consecutive stops just because of how good 
each individual offense is against each other. So it makes sense. Total moving up 55.5 to 61.5. Some more spread movement going on in the SEC. LSU going from an underdog to a favorite at home. Plus two to plus one and a half, playing Ole Miss. And it's interesting because this is another home game for LSU against a top 10 opponent. They lost to Tennessee at 11 a.m. game a couple weeks ago. Now they're playing another top 10 opponent in Ole Miss, number seven in the country, and now they are a favorite, minus one and a half. Ole Miss, of course, the defense didn't look great against Auburn. Makes sense. And honestly, this is going to be one of my leans. So I'll get into that in a second. And the final line movement that we have, Kansas State plus 6.5 to plus 3.5 against TCU. Kansas State, a pretty uh, popular underdog pick. TCU has to lose at some point, you would think. And I think a lot of people uh, are expecting maybe Kansas State is going to be the team to pull it off at the top 25 matchup between two ranked teams. Kansas State going on the road. Or Kansas State, I believe, uh, yeah, going on the road. People have been impressed with what Kansas State has done this season so far in the Big 12. So it makes sense to me that they're getting the money, especially when they're at 6.5, over a, almost a touchdown underdog. A lot of the Sharps coming in on Kansas State to plus 3.5. Now, as we get into the leans, I was just talking about the LSU Ole Miss game. I, I, I'm i leaning LSU minus 1.5. Now, we're not getting a good number. We're not getting as good of a number as LSU as the underdogs, but still under two points. This is going to be a dogfight of a game. Ole Miss comes in, some defensive injuries. Defense looked real spotty against, a, a quite frankly, a bad offensive Auburn team. So they're really not promoting any confidence in their defensive abilities. LSU looked great offensively, for sure, against Florida in the swamp. Jaden Daniels threw three touchdowns, ran for three. You know, this LSU offense seems to really be finally clicking. Brian Kelly said after the game, had their head coach, he said, this is the best I've seen this team look offensively. So a big reason behind this LSU line, moving from an underdog to a favorite, I think they looked really good against Florida. Ole Miss had some question marks on defense. LSU is going to be at home in the swamp. It's an afternoon, 2.30 game. A lot of the signs and a lot of the indicators are pointing to LSU probably should be a favorite, and that's where that number stays. That's what the market agrees with. And this LSU team, this isn't the first time. As I said, they've played a top-10 team at home before. Now they lost to Tennessee, and that's starting not to look like as bad of a loss as it did at the time, really, because Tennessee now third in the nation, beating Alabama team. Tennessee looks like a juggernaut. So LSU losing to them, a little bit more acceptable. It's a bit of a better loss. So all of that put together, you wrap all that around LSU now the favorite. You know, I hate betting on Brian Kelly. I don't like rooting for Brian Kelly. But when you look at that and you look at the line movement, you look at everything and all the signs pointing towards the Tigers, I'm leaning LSU. And I hate saying it. I really do. I hate having to rely on LSU to win a bet, but the signs are there. They really are. Some other games, uh, some leans. This this one's kind of a deep cut, but it's not. A, it's a Friday night game, so it could be fun. You can get out of the way before the the rest of the slate on Saturday. Uh, UAB Western Kentucky under fifty seven and a half. And you look at Western Kentucky, and maybe you say, ah, you know, they're a good offensive team. They're one of the faster teams in the country. It makes sense why the total's pretty high. But UAB's got a good defense, man. And we talked about UAB last week on the on the podcast. Team total was. 
19 and a half, and we quite frankly didn't get the best number. That team total closed at 20 and a half, some places 21 and a half. And if we got the team total under for their opponent, Charlotte, which UAB was playing at 21 and a half, we would have won the bet, but we got it at 19 and a half. But UAB's defense showed up, showed up in the second half against Charlotte. Now, Charlotte is a completely different team from Western Kentucky. But you look at Western Kentucky's defense. They're a top 20 defense in points per play. UAB's another top yeah, 30, 35 defense in the country. Both these teams are really good defensively. And the unders keep hitting in both these teams' games. UAB's unders have hit in four of six. Western Kentucky is hitting four of seven. I mean, these teams have consistently been hitting the unders. The market has yet to adjust. So so a high total around 57.5, key number of 57. I don't know if I would go much lower than that, but I'm leaning towards the under as long as we can still get that 57.5. Might be a pretty good early week bet before that line moves. And it's a Friday game, so the line is going to move a little bit earlier than some of these Saturday games. You know, UAB, Western Kentucky, under 57.5, certainly a lean. It might be a play for me tomorrow. Honestly, might be a play. Another under that I like... Syracuse and Clemson. Syracuse is a football school, for those that haven't heard. They're a football school now. They're no longer a basketball school. They're undefeated. Top 25 team. They're playing Clemson, and that game is going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited for this game, but I might have to bet the under. 51.5 is the total. I don't like rooting for unders in games I expect to be fun, but these are just two under teams. Both really good defensive teams. Slower-paced teams at times. Clemson and Syracuse both often struggle to complete drives. Now, granted, Clemson's offense has been getting better as the season has gone on, and they've looked a lot better in the past couple of weeks. DJU looks like a a seriously good quarterback for this Tigers team. But Syracuse's defense is no joke. It is no joke. And I, I do think that you know this could even be a first-half play as I talk about this out loud. Maybe we go Clemson-Syracuse first half under. It just, to me, seems like a game that is, is going to be close, it's going to be tight, it's going to be slower paced, and it's two pretty capable defenses. So that's why the lean is at 51.5 under under that number, 51, another key number. Uh, so as long as we can get it at 51.5, I would lean under. Let's do one more total, and we'll go to the Big Ten for this total. Wisconsin-Purdue. Two really interesting teams to me, to be quite honest. Wisconsin firing their head coach a couple weeks ago and Paul Chris, Jim Leonard takes over, gets a win week one, gets a loss week two. Purdue's been battling quarterback injuries with Aiden O'Connell. Total is 52 right now. Let's go over. Let's take the over in the Purdue-Wisconsin game. This is a lean. This is not a take. Not going to take it, but right now I'm leaning over Purdue-Wisconsin. Purdue's not not a good defense. Boilermakers do not have a good defense. 88th in the country in points per play. Purdue keeps hitting its overs because of how bad its defense is, and the offense scores. The offense can score. So both of these teams, Wisconsin and Purdue, have hit overs in five of their seven games this season. Wisconsin top 30 in offense in the country, and Purdue scores 30 points a game. The numbers and the stats and the data really back up the over in this game. It just depends what kind of offense we're going to get from Wisconsin. Are we going to get the Graham Mertz that throws for 299 yards, that throws for a career high, that sees the field, that opens up on the offensive side, or are we going to get the Graham Mertz that we saw against Michigan State, which, quite frankly, I was not not expecting because we bet Wisconsin minus 7.5. I thought Graham Mertz was going to have 
a field day against a really bad secondary for Michigan State. But he didn't. So, you know, how inconsistent he going to be? Is he going to be consistently inconsistent where he has a good game, a bad game, then a good game? I'm hoping Wisconsin gets its offense figured out, gets the points figured out. Purdue, Purdue's going to be scoring. Aiden O'Connell's playing. Purdue's going to be scoring. So I, I'm just expecting points. I'm expecting this game to go back and forth. It's going to be points heavy. Both these teams getting 30-plus points is not out of the realm of possibilities. We can get a, you know, 28-24 gets a push. We can get a 31-27 type of game. In a game like this, we're not going to see a whole lot of defense. We just aren't. So the over really seems like the right move here. That's why I lean toward it. Over 52. Hopefully it doesn't go up. Again, 51, 52, kind of those key numbers in college football and really any football game. So if you can get it at 52, I would uh, I would take the over. So those are my leans for the week. UAB, Western Kentucky under 57.5. Syracuse, Clemson under 51.5. LSU minus uh, 1.5 against Ole Miss. Purdue, Wisconsin over 57. Trying to have a comeback week this week. I'll have my picks on Thursday. Let's get back over 500. 14 and 15, unacceptable. We're going to go over 500 yet again. We're going to get back in the positive. We're going to make money, and we're going to be positive units once again for the show. I'm really excited for it. Looking forward to talking to you all on Thursday, and I'll see you then.